time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. Hey, this is Lee Balkum, and this is the Thrivology Podcast. This is the podcast that I designed to help us thrive no matter what life is throwing our way. And we've been talking off and on during this past year, a little over a year now, about this, what's coming our way right now, which is this virus and how we're constantly having to deal with this COVID pandemic that is affecting all of us. I saw a sign just the other day that said, no, we're not all in the same boat. We're just all in the same storm. There is a difference in how many of us are going through this pandemic and and what's going on in our personal life. But the fact is, all of us are facing the challenge of this time, of all the information that's coming at us. Last night, um, and by the time you're hearing this, when I'm talking about last night, it was over the weekend, uh, my wife and I ventured out to a movie. Now, both of us are fully vaccinated, and at the theater, you had to wear a mask, and they socially distanced, and really took care of things in a good way. So when we got there, there was nobody else in the theater, only the two of us. And by the time the show was over, there were only five of us in the theater. So understand that we were trying to mitigate our risk, but at the same time, trying to begin to return to normal as we both have our vaccines and we're trying to figure out, you know, what do you do? How do you move through this? Because it's, it's this unknown that's out there. And uh, for me, it's about beginning to go back to jujitsu, take some things off of hold that have been there. And lots of things we're not willing to do just yet because uh, you know, we haven't figured out all of the ins and outs. But we are starting to try to figure out how to get back to some normal. Now, let's be clear. When everybody talks about, I want to just get back to normal, it's going to be a new normal for all of us. And that's really kind of the point of what I want to talk about today. There are things that have changed and will not go back, at least not soon, go back to the way they were. I think some of the ways that we're working and communicating with each other, I think there are changes. I mean, we have now discovered some ways of working virtually, and maybe we don't want to do it quite the way we've been doing it, but many people have discovered that they can be productive without being in the office every day. And, And also, many of us have discovered you know, how we have to stay in touch with other people and, and how we can use other means to do that. Now, I'm not trying to put a, a rosy bloom on what's gone on because a lot of what has happened has been so destructive to our economy and to people's individual lives. I mean, the our economy as overall, but then that comes in and roosts close to home for people who have struggled to pay rent and pay the bills and And so there are major societal consequences that we're going to be dealing with for some time, which leaves us the options of do we stay stuck or do we pivot around and figure out how to move forward? And it reminded me of an idea that I have loved for a number of years now, and that is the idea of mindset. Carol Dweck gave this concept to us. And I think this last year, this year of COVID, has highlighted how easy it is for us to fall into these fixed mindsets, as she said. So just to very briefly uh, remind you, if you haven't read it, um, then to actually bring you kind of up to speed a little bit with Carol's idea. It's a very simple idea. 
and and these simple ideas are so powerful. So Carol Dweck is a researcher who said that there are these two mindsets on how we go about life and how we go about growth and change that can be in each of us, in different areas in each of us. And so it's not like you have one mindset and somebody else has another mindset as much as you have one part of this mindset and the other mindset in different areas of life. And so all of us do. And the question is, can we shift more towards the growth mindset as she describes it? So first of all, the fixed mindset. A fixed mindset is when you believe that you are who you are, that things are the way they are, just you're stuck that way. You know, you're born good at sports or you're born good at math. Uh, you're born, you know, in certain ways, and, and that's it. That's just where you are. That's a fixed mindset. And so many people talk about, you know, that natural athlete. They look at some kid who's just really talented at, at some sport, and they go, oh, it's just a natural athlete or just a natural musician or just a natural writer or whatever it is. And they miss the fact that we all learn the same way. And so the fixed mindset says that you are the way you are. You're born with those features. That's just the way it is. The growth mindset, on the other hand, says that we are growing, changing, developing people. And where we spend our energy, where we work, where we apply ourselves, we grow into. That's how we master anything. And if you think about it, I mean, it's interesting how... Carol Dweck did a lot of research around how schools put people in fixed mindsets, and yet schools at their very heart are growth mindset perspectives, environments. So when we walk people through math, you know, from one step back, you go, well, of course you have to learn every step of the way. I mean, we don't drop kids into some higher level math and just expect them to be able to understand quadratic equations or, you know, any other higher math concept. We have to grow into it. When I was in eighth grade, they dropped me into uh, an algebra class. I remember it distinctly. I had no idea what was going on. My brain wasn't able to abstractly think out about these letters instead of numbers. And pretty quickly, we realized that I needed to be in a pre-algebra class instead of the algebra class because I needed to get a little bit more concept down. I had to learn what it would mean to substitute that in. Now, do some people catch on more quickly to that? Sure. But that's not Carol's, Carol Dweck's kind of question. It's can we get better at where we put our energy? And here's what happens if we're in a fixed mindset we get stuck. People who feel like they are supposed to be naturally good at something can do one of two things. They can either fight to prove everybody right or fight to make sure they never prove them wrong. So some young athletes who are deemed as natural athletes give up the sport because they don't want to uh, be noticed when they fall behind. They also don't think they should have to practice at some point because they're naturals at it. And if you practice, obviously you're not a natural at it. The funny thing is they got to that point through practice. I mean, kids who are naturally good at sports, as we put that in in air quotes, spend their time in sports. And so they get better at them. And so no surprise. Well, let's go back to this year, this past year. 
one of the things that has been a hallmark of this past year is how information has shifted from one understanding to another understanding over and over and over. Many times making us feel like there's some level of whiplash to this. You know, in the beginning, we were suddenly having to scrub things down. And and let's get past the very beginning when we were really trying to even catch up and make sure that essential workers had protection, that medical workers had protection. But as soon as we knew that we needed to protect ourselves, you know, the masks went on. We started Cloroxing. I don't know if you remember, but all of a sudden the bleach uh, wipes were gone. The bleach sprays were gone. The, The paper towels were gone. Masks were gone. Everything was gone. And we were scrambling to try to sanitize our hands so the the antiseptic for our hands was suddenly unavailable at the stores and 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 other stores were putting them out for customers to use or or they were closed completely because we didn't know how this spread so the first layer is let's be super careful now as we came out of that we began to realize that that wasn't really answering the question in fact More recently, it's become very clear that surface contact is not what's leading to infections, that this is very much an airborne issue, which means that all the time we spent, you know, scrubbing off surfaces and and even cleaning our hands, super cleaning our hands and wiping down bags as they came in the house and all that probably did not do anything to disrupt any infections, but we were doing it on the side of caution. And the problem is, if we use this fixed mindset that somehow the scientists should have it all figured out, therefore, if they don't tell us right the first time, then they're completely messed up. You know, we we then dismiss them from then on. That's when we fall into a problem. Because you see, a fixed mindset or a growth mindset is not something I just apply to myself. It's something I expect of others. I put on others. And many times we assign something that's not fair. I mean, let's face it, these scientists who were struggling to figure out how this went on in the beginning, they had no more information really than you or I, but they were doing what scientists do. They were looking at data, right? They were they're trying to figure out what it was going to look like. So at some point, many of us began to you know, cocoon as best we could unless you had to go do that for work or, or for necessity. So many people were kind of shirking into their cocoon at home, only going out for essentials or essential work. We were washing our hands constantly, you know, putting alcohol rub on it constantly, wearing masks. And over time, that began to be much more natural. In fact, you know, several times I've recently said, you know, if you're still wearing a mask that's not fitting a year in, you're just pretending here (laughs) because we've all had plenty of practice. And, and yet, many of us are still fighting against what the scientists are telling us for one simple reason. The information keeps changing, but we're faulting the science for changing when that is the nature of science. As we learn more, it's up to the scientists to say, hey, we know more now. What's interesting to me is we don't really apply this everywhere else. I mean, many times when some new understanding has come out around cancer treatment or something else, you know, I kind of wonder what it was like for the people who would have been better off if they had just been able to survive a few more months to get to this new information. But our understanding changed, just like it has over the years. 
my grandfather started smoking cigarettes because his doctor told him it would be best for his allergies to start smoking cigarettes. Later on, he changed from cigarettes to, to pipe, but by then the nicotine was already an addiction for him. And that was medical advice because that's how they understood things. If we go back even further, we know that bloodletting was a big part of treating people in colonial days and for some time after that. And what we now know is if you're sick, the last thing you need to be losing is blood supply that could be fighting the virus. And so here we are allowing some changes over time, but not allowing it more recently as it happens in the course of a year. I mean, let's face it. This has been a crash course for all of us in understanding viral issues. I mean, I didn't know some of the terms I now can tell you about, you know, looking at how something spreads looking at viral loads, looking at infection rates. We didn't have that skill a year ago. But we've all progressed in many ways. But now I find this to be an interesting time of struggle for us to ask the question, am I going to have a fixed mindset around this or a growth mindset around this? Am I going to be upset and dismiss all new information that might challenge something that I once thought to be true just because... You know, there's a change there. So we're in this midst of a struggle in culture that tells me more about our fixed mindset than the reality on the ground. And so here we are. Are we going to take on this new challenge? Because every new challenge, something that's completely new, right? A completely new challenge, we're all at zero, there was a point around December, January of um, you know, uh, 2019 to 2020 when we were all, scientists included, experts included, at zero in understanding what this pandemic was about. So we, we shouldn't be surprised when it fits and starts and changes in what we know. Many of us somehow decided that we were the experts, right? We watched a few videos and read a few uh, things on Facebook and suddenly decided we were the experts because the experts didn't know. And yet they were way ahead of us. They still are. We've got to make room for the fact that if we stick in a fixed mindset, we're going to struggle to thrive. I've come to realize that a growth mindset is part of thriving, to be able to pivot, to be able to change through the new information. That's part of how we survive, but also how we thrive. So now I'm watching this place where we're kind of doing this projection of our own personal discomfort, where some people are charging into the world in dangerous ways, and others are refusing to step into the world in ways that are overly protective. And we're struggling to figure out where this growth mindset is. Which brings up this whole idea of risk, which I find to be a revealing conversation about you know, how we do things. And I read an interesting uh, article today. Um, the article was really looking at kind of this whole idea of, of risk. And, and where it comes from is Guido Calabresi, who is a federal judge, and he's also a Yale law professor. And he tells his law students this fable 
and, and ask their opinion of that. And what he says is he wants you to imagine that there's a God who comes to society with this really cool invention. And this, this very invention could really help everybody's everyday life. It allows you to see friends more frequently, to see family more frequently, to go to new places that you haven't been able to do, to, to really you know, shortcut the jobs and, and everything you can get done. And so it does all these things to improve our lives. I mean, I can now, you know, with this invention, go see things and, and places and people I've never been able to see before. It sounds pretty good, right? But there's a cost. And the cost is pretty high. In exchange for getting this invention, the God says that, that a thousand men and women will have to be sacrificed for that. That's the cost. A thousand men and women are going to have to be sacrificed for that. And the, the question he asks is, would you take the deal? Most students say they would not take the deal. This new invention would, would just be too costly. You know, a thousand people. And he asks a question. Well, what's the difference between this and an automobile? What's the difference between this invention and an automobile? Not at a thousand. No, actually, annually, automobile accidents cost us 40,000 lives. 40,000 lives. And yet, yesterday, we went out a couple of times in the car. We assumed the risk. When I was talking with a colleague not long ago, they were saying, you know, I don't know when to go back out. You know, once I have my vaccines, I don't know when to go back. Do I, when do I wait? When is everything going to get back to zero? So here we're back to that new normal we talked about in the beginning. The scientists now tell us that there is never going to be a zero with a coronavirus. It lives with us now. It's endemic as much as pandemic. And as we learn more, and here we are with these very effective vaccinations, the very effective vaccinations that bring the risk for an individual of getting so sick that they have to be hospitalized and so sick that they would die to next to zero. And people are struggling with taking the vaccination on one hand and returning to life on the other hand once they're vaccinated. And that's the assumption of risk that humans seem to struggle with. I'm watching people who say, you know, there's no way I'm taking that vaccine. I've heard about a few side effects. Missing the huge number of side effects and deaths that come from coronavirus. Of the number of people who are suffering from long-term effects from the coronavirus. That is much more at a high rate than the side effects from a vaccine. And so they begin to come up with more and more reasons to defend their position on the vaccine rather than allowing the change that comes when we have a growth mindset. And the change that comes with the growth mindset is, you know, sometimes there's going to be risk in life. An Israeli study showed that after vaccination, the chances were much lower of being hospitalized or dying than flu 
which we assume the risk every year and continue living. With the vaccination, we have the opportunity. If we use our flexible uh, way of thinking, our growth mindset to recognize that the science is pretty clear here. Now, are there going to be bumps going forward on the science? Yes, there are. Yeah, there'll be some recalculations on how effective the vaccine is, how effective it is against variants. There might be a few times when we see some slight questions about what are the side effects, but we know the risk of coronavirus. It's very clear. And as many people who will deny that and deny the effectiveness of vaccination are showing how fixed our mindset is, but let's be careful on the other side of it. Those who still refuse to step back towards somewhat of a normal life as vaccinations are more and more widespread as each person, you yourself, may be protected now, tells me that we're still stuck in a fixed mindset on both sides of this equation. So the question is, can we use this year, can we use this past year to go, hey, where are my fixed mindsets? I'm not trying to tell you whether to get vaccinated or not. I'm not trying to tell you what the risk factors are of COVID. I think that's pretty clear in the science. I'm more asking the question, Where have you stuck with a fixed mindset this past year? And where might it be useful to find the growth mindset, to take on the challenge, to find some places where you can thrive no matter what this pandemic has thrown at you, no matter how you can step forward? This is Lee Balkan wishing you the best as you work to build your thriving life. listening to the Thrivology podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at thrivology.com or at thrivologymagazine.com. Remember that Thrivology is spelled T H R I V E O L O G Y. It's your life. Time to live it.